Welcome, friends! Lost Guy here, and it's time for another Basically a Podcast. And with this podcast, I try to be a little educational with things that we talk about, and of course, fun. Uh, this one is with a good friend, Mesmerize. Very. And, um, and, uh, this is just gonna be shooting the shit. That's, we're gonna just gonna be talking, because uh, this, this podcast is also an excuse to talk to friends. <laughs> hey, that's a pretty good thing there. Yeah. So... I, I want to ask right off the bat, uh, working out, because I know for a while, maybe a year plus, I can't remember at this point, uh, when you're on the internet long enough, everything blends together. Yeah, absolutely. I've suffered from that as well. And like, I know you've been working out maybe for a year plus, like what have you been doing to like lose weight uh, and gain muscle? Well, I was working out some last year. It wasn't for very long. Mm. Um, and then, you know, life kind of got in the way and then I moved back here from California and hadn't been able to work out for a long time because one, I was on an extremely low calorie diet to start off hmm. and then lockdown happened at that same time. So there was no gyms. Right. So, you know, I lost a, a bunch of muscle and whatnot during that cause I couldn't work out. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. There was, there was a, a period there where I just I couldn't work out or anything, but mostly, um, I've, I've started up a three day a week, full body, uh, gym program. Nice. Yeah, it's a uh, lower volume since it's, you know, three days a week working the same parts, but mm. with different exercises each day. But, you know, that lower volume adds up and it ends up working out pretty good. Nice. That's good. So when you say full body, so it's like a little bit, so you just like top to bottom, just a little bit of his, this and that. Absolutely. Yeah. Place. Usually like three to four sets, but with um, lower weight, you know, you're doing like if you had to put it in a percentage of effort, probably like 70 to 80% effort. Hmm. So that way, you know, you have your rest day and then you're, you're at it again, working in the same parts. You don't want to really, really hit it to where you're out of commission on those muscles for a few days. You want to be able to hit them multiple times a week. Hmm. Interesting. And then for Cardi, yep. you were running and until you got, uh, you got hurt for a little bit. Yep. 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 Uh, I might try to go out running today, actually. Nice. Nice. Yeah, but oh. running was fun. I was I was doing uh, about a mile, two miles, you know, because I I'm very very new to it. I mm. get out of breath so quickly, <laughs> and I'm heavy still. You know, I'm still um, two thirty. I just got to oh. two thirty. Now, what's yeah. your height though? Uh, around six six one in that mm. area. All right, okay. You, you are a taller boy, so yeah, taller and thick. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay. yeah, I, I, you know, I used to hate running absolutely, but now I like it. Oh, I absolutely ab abhor running. I, I, but uh, I was, a, I did a PE class in, in community college and it was like, you just, you had to go, you had to just keep running and running. And I hit the runner's high. I know what that feels like. And it's, it's the weirdest feeling hitting that runner's high. Yeah. Cause you're like, I can't, I can't keep going, but I got it. Cause I want to get my grade. And and then it kicks in like, holy crap! All right, I'm going, I'm going now. So weird. Yeah, your your second win, your runner's high, whatever they, you want to call it. Mm -hmm. uh, once you hit that point, it's just like you feel great. It is such a weird thing. Like for me, I think if I had a choice, I'd prefer swimming to running, though. So. Oh yeah, definitely lower impact. Mm -hmm. And uh, okay, I want to ask about. So you were doing low calorie. So how long was that going? That was a four-month low-calorie diet that I tried. I tried that uh, Nutrisystem thing when okay. lockdown first started because I didn't want to have to try to go to the stores and whatnot while everything was sold out and all these people were running around with no masks and mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so, yeah, I tried the Nutrisystem thing. Wasn't bad. Probably wouldn't do it again, though. Hmm. Okay. D did they give yeah. you, like, an exact number you were you were eat consuming or...? Uh... I forget, you know, mm. they, they send you the certain amount of food you're supposed to eat a day and then okay. you, you know, well, they send you like a week's worth of food at a time. I want to say like a week or two weeks and then oh, you, right. you eat the, the amount you're supposed to eat and that's it. That's the <laughs> whole thing. So, uh, were you experiencing hunger pains and things like that or was it enough or? Yeah, I, I was honestly pretty hungry through it. I don't Ooh. remember the exact calories through the day, but, you know, I stuck with it and tried not to, to eat anything extra. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Like, for I me... I lost a bit. Oh, yeah. that's good. L losing weight is important. Like, uh, for me, it's, uh... 
The hunger is the only thing I really hate about any diet. Is that's the one enemy that I do not enjoy. Yeah. I um. Part of it comes from just growing up poor, so I I hate knowing that feeling again. But uh, so I don't. I I think it's more. I need to just work out to burn as much calories as I can, so I don't have to do it that way. I guess. Well, if you do a diet right, if you figure out all your macros and your calories and blah, 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 and then do like minus 10% of your, your, what do they call it? Your, your maintenance calories, right. what you would need to maintain your same exact body weight, doing the same stuff you're doing now, you figure that out and then do like minus 10% and then you'll still lose weight just doing the same stuff you'd normally do, but you're not eating that much less food. Nice. Okay. Something to yeah. keep in mind. Like, uh, I put, I Sometimes I put in the effort, I put in more to just study up on things to eat, study up on better ways to do body movements for workouts and things like that. Because there are people, the other problem is just people trying to sell you their stuff, though, is the other problem, though. Yeah. There's, everybody's got the magic bullet that's going to fix <laughs> all your problems. But I, I, mm, for me, it's become grinding it out, which I've come to realize that's just the person I am, so it works. I'm working out six times a week at this point. And six times a week? Yeah, I just take Monday off. And mm, I would probably change that, like, just personally, probably okay. change that to two days rest. Okay. Yeah. Cause, yeah, but uh, like up your volume somewhere. Okay. I, I will take that in consideration for sure. Cause I just, I'm just thinking of like, uh, what, what helps me is I, my boss is, is a CrossFit guy. And he's stupidly com competitive about CrossFit. So we set up a little gym at work. Ah, okay. So okay. I'm able to work out at work. All right. And... Well, in that case, there is <laughs> another thing that you can do hmm. where you do your six days a week. You train heavy for, let's say, two weeks. And then for a week, you lower the weight to like half of what you're normally doing. So you're cool. still working out, but your body can rest. And then you go back to your, your normal weight. Yeah, that's the one thing I keep thinking about is, yeah, you need to give your body rest, because if it doesn't heal back, you're just going to... Because uh, I tore my shoulder before. I was doing shoulder every day, because I wasn't thinking Ooh, about it, which was yeah. a mistake. Because how do we build muscle? We shred our muscles. We, we tear them so that they can come back stronger. And mm -hmm. so, what am I doing? I'm just tearing it to the point that it tore completely. Which was real smart on my part. Jeez. Yeah, like it can get dangerous uh, if you don't focus on form and then letting things rest. Yeah, you can easily hurt yourself. Yeah, so I understand the con the, the concern that I should be resting more. I get that for sure. Uh, which yeah, is why I mean, I've, I've had an injury too. Uh, my left bicep, I mm. hurt that pretty bad. I don't know what exactly I did to it, but years ago, uh, I hurt it so bad doing a curl that I had like a dip in my bicep. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, like... Well, the mindset I've used is because I do um, isolation, so it's more... So the way I've done it is I'll do chest and back first day. Second day, I'll do legs and shoulders. Okay. And then the fourth day, but, but it's more uh, major minor, so I'll do five sets of chest, three sets of back. And then I'll do two sets of like biceps. And then the okay. second day, I'll do uh, shoulders and legs. So major, so the major would be the first, like shoulders, and then five on shoulders, three on legs, and they'll do triceps. And then the third day, it becomes five on back, three on on sh on chest, and they'll do like core. So my idea is, I'm giving these areas a day uh, to rest between the next thing. But of course, if you want to get more complex, it becomes. Well, when you're doing whatever exercise, it is working out other areas as well, so. Yeah, when you're doing the, the compound movements like bench press or yeah. deadlift, the, the squats, you mm -hmm. know, it works a lot of things. And that's the one thing is, uh, everyone swears by deadlifts, but I can't do them because of my back injury. But everyone's like, you ah. should still do them. Like, I, it's a back injury, guys. I can't, no. <laughs> but every Yeah, there's, there's things you can do to replace deadlift. It's mm -hmm. not the end-all be-all. Yeah, there are some who think it is. Like I, I know I can maybe do like cleans, maybe was it clean and press? But I think that's also still a bit concerning on the back, so I don't know. Well, uh, you could do multiple isolation exercises yeah, that basically. would work the same parts that a deadlift works, mm -hmm, but they're true. safer to mm -hmm. do individually. Yeah, so that's the thing. It's just it'll take more time. 
Which yeah. is, is, there's nothing, like, I spend, like, an hour a day working out, basically, because with all that added up, it takes about an hour. And if I can... Uh, how often are you doing your biceps, you say? Uh, biceps every three days. Every three days? Hmm, you could probably do that, like, every other day, since biceps are a smaller muscle that mm-hmm. usually have a pretty good recovery time. You can hit them more often. Hmm, okay, I can consider that. Because yeah. I know, because uh, I just, I give it that much time, because... I know that working out in general uh, works your biceps and triceps just because, you know, using your arms for almost everything besides legs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, if I can do it every other day, then I can consider that too. Yeah. I mean, it's, of course, it's different for every person. True. You know, everybody has different recovery rates and whatnot. So just because I could do that doesn't mean everybody else could. Mm-hmm. That's the thing at the yeah. end of the day is uh, it's really all I do is just anyone I know who works out. It's just what do they do? And I'll see if it works out for me or not. And then absolutely. I'll go you got to yeah. find out what works for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause, well, um, what, what tore up my shoulders was I was doing the battle ropes every single day. Oh, okay. Cause I, I got addicted to the battle ropes because when I first did them, you just, you wipe out cause they just tire you out so bad. And I got to the point where I was just being a beast with them cause I was doing the 25ers and I was getting really beastly at them. So I was, I was like, it just... When you finally get to the top mountain, you're like, I just want to climb it again just to prove to myself I can do it. <laughs> and I did it so much, I tore myself, which is like, ah, well, oops. That was real smart. I was out for a while. Yeah. But um, there is concern in general for everyone fitness right now, because yeah, the, because of the pandemic, like you're not outside. Well, some people Absolutely. still are, but... Yeah, I mean, I still have to go to work. Mm-hmm. Same. Uh... So I wear a mask at work all day, every day. Oh, same, same. And either a mask or a respirator, like a full on mm. P one hundred. Yeah, I want to ask about that last time, like, but I don't know enough. Like for me, it's a forty five psi. Uh, like I think Scott's the brand for everything we use. Oh, you use a forced air respirator? Yeah. Okay. So that's that's what we use. I don't know what uh, you use. Just um, so it's a full mask. Uh, Scott, I think it's like called North Scott or something like that. And we use like 45 PSI uh, air tanks. And that's fun to lug around. Oh, uh, I'm sure. Yeah. But it's a, it's it's an interesting experience. Like, I just like, okay, I'm just Darth Vader working on things. That's, that's the way <laughs> I, I take it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, mine's not that complex. You know, it's just a, a normal face mask with two um, filters on the side. Oh, you okay. either have the ones that are uh, non-chemical, or you also have chemical filters as well, mm-hmm. so they have like the double hybrid cartridge kind of thing. Okay, and it's like, I can't remember what is it, because we never use the filters, because we have these guests, but it's like, if you start tasting, can't remember, you taste metal or something in the air, that's when you need to change them out, right? Like Something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also just have a use time. You're supposed to chuck them out after a certain amount of use, because mm-hmm. uh, once you open them, they start going right there. Right, true. Yeah, but whereas the uh, the non-chemical ones... Those, you can use them until it either becomes difficult to breathe through or the lettering on the outside of the filter goes away. Huh. Okay. Cool. Yep. Back to button masks. Um, that was a thing when this whole thing happened, because I remember when I was in high school, there were kids who were obsessed with gas masks. I'm like, where, where are the guys just dicking around with gas masks in this whole thing? Because I think they'd be having fun at the moment. <laughs> and, yeah. Then again, filtered masks are a bit expensive at the same time. Goodness. I have you been able to find in ninety fives anywhere? No, not at all. Uh, it's just been using. Uh, so here's how my work did it, because I can talk about it. It was they straight up just took work shirts and just cut them into masks for like the first couple weeks. Yup, uh, mine did something <laughs> the same. It was like uh, women's leggings. They were Ooh. taking and cutting those up and then making those into masks. That was as placebo as you could get. There's no way that did anything. <laughs> you were supposed to like double or triple air them mm. or something like that. But even then, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, like, we were, like, my boss was able to get M95s for the old people at work because you got to protect them as best you can at the end of the day. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, and then eventually the city just made their own masks. Uh, they're not 95 level, but they're still they're still giving some protection at least. And then, okay. uh, and some people use gaiters, which they're just more comfortable. But 
Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of articles questioning the effectiveness mm -hmm. of gators. The problem with that article is it's not even what the test was about. The test was... Right now, they're not even testing the gators. It was... Uh, they were testing a thing to do tests on masks. <laughs> That's what okay. it was. It's like, so we're just... We're going to use an M95 on this machine. We're going to use a gator on it. We're using all these different things. And then they're like, here's the results using on it. So it shows that uh, it can be used to test masks. And now we're going to start testing masks. This is like, here's basically like, here's the first pitch from each mask. And now we're going to start working on it. But because the results showed that the Gators had like bigger droplets and stuff like that, people just ran with that article. I'm like, all right, well then uh, this shows that Gators aren't worth it. Everybody. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Everybody wants to, with media in general, they want to take the most negative thing they can find because that's what sells. People like mm. to be scared. Apparently. Mm. It's really fresh. Like, I get it, but it's also frustrating. It's so yeah. frustrating. Uh, it's just the race at the bottom. You can have that with any media. Like, uh, even with uh, us, with, like, streaming, or for me, with YouTube, if people rush. They'll rush through a game so they can get to the final boss and have a video on the final boss on the first day. And it gets Absolutely. really frustrating. And, uh, not a fan of that. <laughs> no. Also, just uh, being, I would say, knowingly uh, false about things. Like, the reason why fake, fake news is a thing is because fake news does happen. It's really frustrating yeah. when you see it. You want journalists to be truthful, but they also need to keep themselves alive, so they sometimes don't do their due diligence, which gets frustrating. Absolutely, it does. I, they need to report the truth and have yeah. integrity, but that does not happen most of the time. Yeah, because... The race, to, the race to, to first makes more money, which is, uh, I don't know. I feel like there should be a movement for slow news. Yeah. Uh, most, uh, most outlets would rather ship the, the wrong thing and get a bunch of views and then print a retraction later than take their time and print the truth and not get as much. Yeah, that, that's become my frustration the last couple of years to the point where, like, because uh, when I was younger... I watched all the 24-hour news channels. I watched all of them. It's like, I'm getting all my news. And then it started, you slowly get the realization, like, they're reporting as quick as they can, where they are getting things wrong, and if they do retractions, I never sell them kind of situation. Yep. And so it did become a, a great frustration. So Absolutely understandable. It, it's hard to know what to do uh, when your news is not doing their their job. And it, it really, you feel like an ass when you fall victim to it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the big example right now I could think is the Covington kids one. Uh, I'm not sure I've seen that. That's the one where the native Americans in the face of the kid and he's just smiling the whole time. Ah, uh, yeah. That was a couple, like one or two, three, maybe three years back where the framing was this kid got in the face of the native American and he was just being an ass at him. And it was the other way around. The Native American uh, got in the kid's face, and the kid's like, well, this is an awkward situation, so I'm just going to smile. So everyone thought the kid was a douche, and they sent a bunch of hate at him. And he won his uh, lawsuit yeah. with CNN. I had not heard of that. Oh, well, okay. I mean, I, I know I've seen the video, but I did not hear that that's what had happened. Yeah, so that's, that's the other frustrating thing, is sometimes you might not see the correction either, is... Uh, yeah. it's a bunch of just high school kids, so they're being dorks, and some of them got MAGA hats because high school kids are dorks. Yeah. And there was a lot of shouting going on between them and some, I think it was like a black Muslim group. They were doing a bunch of shouting, so the Native American comes in, and his whole idea is if he starts doing this, his peace chant, then maybe they'll calm down. But the whole frame that comes out of it is what, what I just said, this. Someone took shots and they're saying, this kid came up to, to him and he's being the, this whole thing. Mm. And that's, that becomes a problem of the realization of how many times clips are taken out of context. So many times. It's like you get a little clip of something and you don't get the full context and whatever rage they want to get out of you, they get out of you. Yeah. Um, that's the whole part of... I guess what you would call cancel culture as well. Mm -hmm. It cancel yeah. culture is a weird because some like you, some of it is righteous for sure. Like, uh, 
the Me Too movement with like Harvey Weinstein and all that. That is very righteous. That is not a man who should be around. Oh, absolutely. And some of it is someone just doesn't like something and they, they found a way to clip it and then get everyone really mad for a little bit. Or just people evolve eventually. Like the whole, like the David, or, or just any comedian for the most part. A lot of comedians, they'll have jokes that were, that they made back then that they don't believe in anymore now, but they get a lot of crap for it now from a joke from 10 years ago, which is very unfortunate. Absolutely. Uh, you're talking about, uh, what's his name, uh, Gunn? Yeah, James Gunn is one example for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't yeah. remember his name for a second. Yeah, James Gunn was one. I can't even... It was like a shock jock joke that he was going for. Which was just a brand of humor at one point in time for us. Was You said the, the most shocking or dumbest thing you could think of. Yeah. I mean, heck, uh, they got Gilbert Gottfried here recently. Or oh, was really? it a, a bit ago? Yeah, he's no longer the Aflac duck because oh, of a yeah. joke he made. Uh, he made a joke about after the Japanese, um, the tsunami. Yeah. After the tsunami happened, he made a joke about that and he, he lost the, the Affleck duck. And the thing yep. about that was that's Godfrey his entire life. He just makes the worst joke he can make. Pretty much. It's, uh, I don't know, because of my childhood, I'm, a, I'm of course going to be a fan of Godfrey anyway. Is he like a, what yeah, are you going to do? Yeah, I like him and you know, it's. I like stupid jokes, things that you know obviously aren't supposed to be hurtful. It's just supposed to, you know, kind of take a dark situation, not really make fun of it, but bring some kind of smile or laugh out of it. Yeah. Even though you're not laughing at the situation itself, you're laughing at the stupidity of the joke. Yeah, like the part of hum uh, comedy has always been absurdist. Yeah. Uh, not really dark humor, but just, you know, it's absolutely stupid shock humor, like you would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I can remember when I was in high school, there was, uh, like, dead baby jokes, or just racial jokes, things like that. You just make dumb jokes. Yeah. Let's see if I can remember what his joke was. I think it was something like, uh... <laughs> yeah, like, his wife was, like, if you want... It was, uh, he lost his girlfriend in the tsunami, but it's okay, because another one will float on by. <laughs> there it is! Yeah, that was it. Like, oh, <laughs> Something shit. like that. <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh, man, I cannot believe. Yeah, like, 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 obviously wow. making a joke about the tragedy, but mm -hmm. not really targeted to, a, you know, mm -hmm. attack anybody. I laughed at it when I heard it, even yeah. though, like, I was like, that's wrong, you know? Yeah, it's one of those jokes where you, you laugh because, like, holy crap, that's so messed up. It's one of those kind of right, jokes. Right, exactly. And I, 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 the, I get it. Like, there's a lot of people on the planet, and not everyone has a sense of humor, and those are the people that are really going after the comedians, I feel. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And... Because yeah, the whole thing happened to James Gunn, it was like some big alt-right guy. He's like, I want to see I want to see if I can take him out. And he did. He pulled it off. Because he just, it would take him out of context far enough. You're going to go get somebody. And that's what happened to James Gunn. Very unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, didn't he get reinstated, though? Eventually? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, It took yeah. a while. It it affected a lot of things and as far as the MCU plans were. But he he's back in. Uh at the end of the day, there's some good to it because he also got to work with DC because of it. So we're going to see hmm. he's working on the new Suicide Squad. It's got to be done by now, I figure. So if you didn't like oh, the, the last Suicide Squad, maybe this will be good because it's him doing it. Because, maybe, I would hope so. Because the last Suicide Squad was copying him in the first place anyway. <laughs> what do you think Pretty about much. It? So why get a copycat when you can just get the guy himself? Let's we'll see what he does. Which, uh, this, the Garden of the Galaxy movies 1 and 2 are two of my favorite movies out of the oh, MCU. Oh, they're so good. Yeah, and you know what? Honestly, Suicide Squad, it wasn't, like, god-awful, but it wasn't great either. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's see. What was my favorite joke out of Suicide Squad? It, it might just be the simple one with uh, Captain Boomerang when... They're like, you guys can leave. And he just like he just pieces out the moment they say you guys can go at the bar. He's like, all right, I'm out. Screw this. I'm not going to do anymore. <laughs> there is potential. Like, for DC movies, I feel like there's always potential there. They just didn't get it right. They didn't stick to the Absolutely. I mean, they have a fantastic Harley. Um, oh, yeah. Will Smith actually pulled off Deadshot pretty decently. Yeah. 
Um, let's see, who else did they have in there? Killer Croc. I didn't like their version of Killer Croc. He didn't look crocky enough. <laughs> he was okay. Uh, like, uh, yeah, he was, was alright. Yeah, Killer Croc is well, he's a big old croc guy. Yeah, he he just looked like a dude in makeup, not like a dude that's part crocodile or something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's just a big buff yeah. guy. Uh, I th- I do think their um their Waller was perfect. Like she was yes. cold. Ooh, absolutely, she was great. Then, um, then there's Jared Leto. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> I not a fan of that version of the Joker. Although you know they did do some things right with it. Um. You know, Joker's supposed to be the clown prince of crime. Mm-hmm. In most of the other Joker movies, you don't get that. But that one, he is the clown prince of crime. True. It, yeah. I was interested in seeing this Bonnie and Clyde concept out of it. Like, because we always get uh, that Joker and Harley and Joker is just an abusive boyfriend and Harley doesn't get it. Yeah. And I was kind of curious about this version of a Joker that cares about Harley. I was like, I was actually curious about that version. It's, it's an effed up relationship anyway, but I'm at least curious to see what would a, a couple that, that is all about mayhem, what would they be like? But we don't, we didn't get that. So no, I mean, didn't Joker really only have like three scenes? Yeah. Um, he had more, but they cut all of it out. Yeah. I remember hearing about that. Who knows? I think people are fight. Are they want a director's cut of that? Like, there's so many. Like, we want this cut. I everything. Oh has, yeah, uh, they're getting the Schneider cut of the oh, yeah, the Justice League. I I'll check it out. I don't know if it'll save it, but I'll check it out at least. But we Absolutely. talked about it last time actually. It um, it's like everyone is treating DC like Blade Runner. Like, there's like seven cuts of Blade Runner. So, like, maybe there's a cut of each of these DC movies that's worth watching. Well, I mean. Freaking DC, they can do television shows oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Fan freaking tastic. But it seems like every time they do a movie, things get, just get tripped up so hard. Like the the situation with Henry Cavill's mustache. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> oh yeah. It it's interesting. I the difference between DC and Marvel in that and that yeah, DC has like Marvel's done really well with the movies. Well, DC's done well with everything around the movies. Like their their TV's been really good. Their anim- their animation movies have been top notch compared to Marvel's uh, animation movies. Oh, absolutely. And when it comes to comics, I feel like DC does better comics than Marvel. Like I read a lot of both, but I think DC's just really been much better the last like decade at this point. But they just kept I haven't the read movies. comics in a long time, oh, yeah. so I couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. <laughs> But they, when it comes to the movies, it's hit and miss. Like, I enjoyed Aquaman. Yeah, I thought I, Aquaman was fun. I thought the best scene of Aquaman was the horror scene. Like, those things. The, the visuals of those, I can't remember the name of those monsters at this point. But just Neither the visuals I. of those guys chasing them around was really good. Like, damn, that's yeah, nice that bitch. spooky. And they're giving them a movie, which is weird. They're giving them a horror movie. Oh, so, that's cool. Oh, okay, I, we're kind of bouncing all over the place here. But <laughs> speaking of horror movies in DC, have you seen *Brightburn*? I have. Uh, I just the concept. I'm like, I don't really. I, I have not seen it. Okay, so for people who don't know, mm-hmm. *Brightburn* is basically what would happen if, when Superman was a kid, instead of being good, he turned into a serial killer. We'd all be screwed. And, <laughs> yeah, that's what what Brightburn is. It's Superman as a young boy discovering his powers and just murderating people. And it is a James Gunn, uh, I think production. I don't think he directed, but he did produce it. I think so. And they're supposed to be making more of those because that one did fantastic. And it had like a stupid low budget and made a bunch of money. So they're doing one on uh, like... I- it's a bit of a spoiler, but at the end of the movie on TV, they have, uh, what's his name? Um, crap. who's the guy who plays J. Jonah Jameson? I can't think of his name right now. Oh, um, uh, all of a sudden I can't remember either. And he's in so many things. Uh, yeah, I'm blanking on it. Let's oh, see. wow. Uh, he's in so many, th- I can't. Wow. Yeah. Blanking on him too. Uh, uh, mm, uh, mm, mm, mm. 
I'm, uh, no, I, I'm thinking of the wrong names. Okay, Google. Here we go. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I'm searching Cade Johnson. Oh, what's it? Oh, J.K. Simmons. That's it. Yeah, I can never remember his name. Good lord, that's like <laughs> But uh, he comes on at the end, and you know he's a news broadcaster, I believe, and he's he's talking about um. Some kind of half man, half fish sea creature that drowns people. Uh, a insanely strong woman that ties you up and makes you tell the truth, and then somebody who moves faster than the eye. So you know, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and the Flash are probably getting their own horror movies. Wow, he's just full on doing it. I remember. I guess uh, so. I like. I read Brightburn because I wasn't going to watch it, so I read the whole thing. Apparently, there's a deleted scene unless it's in there that. Uh, the girl he injures, uh, she gets like a bionic arm or something so she can go after him in like a deleted scene. Yes, I think she's supposed to be Lex Luthor. Okay. I think. Or Cyborg? I don't know. I don't know, but she's supposed to be his nemesis. I can't so like, I don't know. It's yeah. just the concept of if you make Superman evil, then we're all screwed. That's it. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> Superman's kind of yeah. ridiculous. I think that's the reason why I didn't care. I'm like, uh, I don't. Yeah, we'd all be screwed. I'm. I. I know the ending. <laughs> well, what if evil Batman comes out and fucks over evil Superman? Right. Uh, I wouldn't have a problem with that because I've <laughs> always been a Batman fan. Yeah, it's like yeah, Superman's OP, but Batman always has a plan for everything, and he'd somehow make it work because that's Batman. Yeah. Uh, for me, yeah. I um. So they're saying with the next one, the Robert Pattinson Batman, they're like, it's going to explore his trauma with his parents. I'm like, oh, really? Like, that's a new thing. Okay. Like, we haven't <laughs> seen that every single Batman movie. How many times have we seen those pearls break? How many times? A lot. I remember, okay, which one was it? Um, good grief. I remember going to see a Batman movie. It, it must have been Dark Knight or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But I remember going to see it in theaters with my best friend, and at one point, there comes the murder scene again, and I just kind of said out loud without really thinking, oh my god, how many times are we going to see his parents die? <laughs> and then somebody in the road, like in my row, like three seats down to the left goes, can you please be quiet? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like if we got Superman's movie and we just kept watching Krypton explode every movie. Right? Um... I really, honestly, because I'm so, maybe it's because I'm just a fan, but I don't, even so, it's something I liked about uh, the Marvel uh, Spider-Man movie, is we didn't go over his origin again, because everyone knows it, and I'd like yes. Batman to do the same thing. It's like, we already know the origin, we don't have to keep going over this origin. Absolutely. Like, I think everyone knows his parents are dead. I think everybody knows. Um, and everyone knows Spider-Man... Uh, his uncle got killed. Like we all know this. Yes. Um, all the uncle Ben's rice jokes are out there. We <laughs> oh all <God>. know. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I honestly want one where he's just developed. Like I want to develop Batman and actually explore the bat family. I want something like that. Yeah. Like an alternate universe. Batman would be good. Yeah. Like if they wanted to, they could make just a, a a bat universe. I don't. I'm surprised they never tried because he's got so many members of that dang family. Yeah, well, I mean, they they tried with the TV show Batwoman, which okay. it it was okay. Um, they, I think their budget's what held them back, probably. But mm -hmm. they also kind of canceled that show because apparently the it was very dangerous. Like somebody got paralyzed for life on set. Woo. Uh, Ruby Rose almost got hit by uh, lights falling out of the staging areas and stuff. It's just, yeah. But, you know, they, they have plenty of material they could work with in that universe without doing Batman himself. But mm. if you want to go Batman himself, there is one I'd like to see. And that's a horror movie for Batman based around the Batman who laughs. Oh, God, the Batman who laughs. Woo. Yes. That would be something like that. that. That's a rough one. Holy crap. Yeah, that would be extremely psychological and messed up. Like, uh, we had... I, f I feel like that was a, a route that could have been taken with Ben Affleck's Batman. Uh, what, because in Batman vs. Superman, 
the scene where he's just hiding out and the cops find him and he's just like, oh, this is a scary Batman right here. <laughs> there is yeah, potential. You know, I actually really liked him as Bruce Wayne. It's a shame he's not coming back. Oh, yeah. And that's another thing that uh, the movie's just, well, it's hard to do, I guess, but anything in general, exploring just how important Bruce Wayne is besides how important Batman is. Yeah. Like, there's never, it's never enough. It's, in the Dark Knight version, it's, he's like, well, I'll just be a, a dork, uh, like the Christian Bale Batman. He's like, I'll just be a dork as Bruce Wayne so no one figures out that I'm Batman. And so he doesn't do anything special as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, Bruce Wayne is supposed to be involved with pretty much everything and trying to do whatever he can to better the world while at night going out and beating the crap out of criminals. <laughs> like, I think that's the problem is because of that. People don't really, they see Batman as just a, a rich guy who beats up criminals and he doesn't actually do any good. And yeah. part of it is true because he keeps arresting these guys and they keep getting out. But you watch like the animated series, you see quite a bit of Bruce Wayne doing philanthropy all over the place in that show. Yeah, absolutely. Like I remember the scene that always gets to me, this is a very old callback to that show. I forget which episode it is. There's one where he goes into an alley for whatever reason and a ho- he sees a homeless man, he gives him $100. And then another homeless man shows up and another homeless man shows up. And he's just handing out money and then he and then he gets overwhelmed by the homeless and he's he realizes I'm not really doing anything here. And then he opens up a homeless shelter in that area. It's like, that was a pretty cool statement in that show. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, that makes me want more Batman Beyond. <laughs> Batman Beyond was good. Yeah, there's people who really want... Um, oh, goodness. Now I'm having another blank on the actor. Uh, Beetlejuice. Oh, Michael Keaton? Yeah, they want him to come back as old Batman. Ooh, yeah, that'd be good. Like, he's coming and, back. Uh, well, what you were saying? Oh, I, I think you're right. He is coming back as some kind of Batman, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He's going to be in Flashpoint. I assume he's going to ah. be Owlman. Okay, cool. Uh, which, are you familiar with Flashpoint? Uh, here and there, a little bit. Okay, so for anyone who isn't, um, Flashpoint is this big arc in the Flash's storyline where he messes with time to save his mom. And by doing that, he messes with time. Oh, it's his mom or his dad? And be- I think it's his mom. Okay. And because of that, a lot of things get changed, and it ends up being Bruce Wayne gets killed instead of his parents uh, when he comes back. And so it's like, it's Owlman, or, or it's Batman, it's one or the other, and it's a super brutal version of Batman, because, well, his son died, so he's really pissed. And... Yeah. And Michael Keaton would be perfect for that character because he's an older Batman. So that's what I Absolutely. figured. Absolutely, and I really like Michael Keaton too. Mm, so. He was—he's been good. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, I forget who people wanted for young uh, Batman, but I don't know if they could pull that off in live action. It would be so cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, the theory is because we're doing Flashpoint, it's going to reset the DCU again. So we'll see what happens. After yeah, that. they reset it all the time. <laughs> Yeah, I I get it. I get why they want to do it, because things keep happening. Like, there's stuff going on with uh, Amber Head. Uh, she she uh, was... Yes. Um, so, stuff going on with her, so they might want to reboot. Keep Jason Momo, but take her out. That's what reboots can do, but I hope MCU never reboots. I hope they just keep going forward, and we just see what they, the evolution of that roster does. Because I, I really yeah. don't want to see another Captain America and Iron Man in a, in the next couple of years. I want to just see, well, like a reboot of that whole thing. We get to watch him fight Red Skull again and all that. I want to see just that whole roster evolve. I'm hoping they stick. I yeah, don't wanna... if, if, <laughs> uh, if Marvel goes forward with the way they have in the comics, um, since, spoilers, uh, Tony Stark's gone, there Iron is Heart. a... Um, a young black girl that becomes the next Iron Man. Yep, she's I forgot her name also, but she's Ironheart. Yeah. And uh like Captain America isn't Steve Rogers anymore. Spider-Man is now Miles Morales, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like Thor is um A woman. Yeah, I forgot her name all of a sudden. Jane well, Foster. Yeah, Jane Foster. My only problem with Jane Foster getting it in the MCU right now is 
she hasn't been much of a character in my opinion. Yeah. So then now she's going to get like, really? Like, cause comic book Jane Foster has been in, in the comics for decades. She earns the right to, to be worthy. Well, Jane Foster hasn't really done much in the movies. Like, if they're planning on her always becoming girl Thor, they could have done more with her in the first place. I forget what the reason is, like, this storyline even happens. I think she, like, gets cancer or something like that, and then through her struggle with cancer, becomes worthy, and is Thor for a little while before she loses the power and dies or something. Yeah, like, I don't remember the complete origin of why. I think it's yeah. part of it is Thor's gone. He leaves. So someone's gotta be Thor. And yeah, the it's an interesting dynamic is she uses the power of Thor, but every time she uses it, it also accelerates her cancer. Yes. So she's saving lives while killing herself at the same time. It's like, well, that's that's a crazy dynamic to, to dive into. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think that's what it was. And, like, but yeah, she's been around forever in the comics, so there's enough to to build up her character. Well, she's not really yeah. building movies. Like they have a perfect character to do it, and it's not her, it's Valkyrie. Yo, like, Valkyrie is pretty awesome. Heck yeah, I'd love to see Valkyrie as as uh Lady Thor instead. Yeah, but apparently instead it's gonna be Jane Foster and uh uh Valkyrie. They're they're having that movie together. Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently it's they're like a couple. Oh, they're going that far. Okay. I think so, yeah. Because I know it's called Love and Something, right? Love and Thunder, I think? Yeah. Oh, huh, alright. Yeah, I think they become love interests. Interesting, because... Oh, Valkyrie's really cool. and uh, Yeah, I love Valkyrie. Great character. They only... They thinly veiled that she's a lesbian. But yeah, that she's a lesbian. She's a lesbian in comics. So, we'll, we'll see what they do. We'll see what they do. The MCU's just yeah. been quiet uh, right now, just because, you know, everything's been happening, so... We'll see what happens. We're finally getting an Asian hero at some point. <laughs> I yeah, I forget who it was. Yeah, because there's only so many. There's only so many Asian characters when I when you think about Marvel. Also, when you think about DC. <laughs> um, right now, the best Asian representation is Wong. And he was cool. Who? But that's all we got. The, the Asian guy who works with Doctor Strange. That's all we got right now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's a fun um, character, but that's all we got. I mean, Peter Parker's friend. Oh, yeah, I forgot Peter <laughs> Parker's friend. It's it's weird. Uh, that dude's like 30-something, and he's playing a high school kid. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Like, actually, what? I was like, wow. <laughs> but also, like, all of them were, of course, they're adults playing younger. Like, I think, I suddenly forgot his name, but I think it was like 21, 22 when he played Peter Parker, so at least it was closer. Oh, like Tobey Maguire? Uh, no, not or Andrew Dar- Garfield? The newest one. Um, uh, forgot his name. Holy crap! Forgetting actors' names all of a sudden. Yeah, see, I do that too. I'm so bad with names. But the MCU Spider-Man, he's like 21, 22 when he got Spider-Man. Whereas uh, his love Tom interest, Holland. yeah, Tom Holland, his love interest, she was like 27, I think. I was like, yeah. wow. I was like, okay. In good grief, that girl. Some Ooh. people look young, but yeah, she was, yeah. I saw her in, uh, I think it was the Black Klansman, was what I saw her in as well. Oh, and wow. she was gorgeous in that. <laughs> now, I want to talk, before we, we stop, okay. I do want to talk about um, anime and manga a little bit. All right, sure. So what have you been watching and reading lately? Oh, uh, let's see. I've been... Basically only watching anime with my girlfriend, so I don't, like, watch things without her, so I don't watch <laughs> as much as I used to, you know? I get you, I did that. Yeah, but uh, we've been watching Fire Force, which has been pretty good. Um, the God of High School, which just started up, that was actually originally a Korean webcomic. Hmm. And uh, that was, I think it was on Webtoon is where that started up. And then Webtoon kind of bought it, started working with Crunchyroll, and they turned it into an anime. Um... Tower of God was one that we were watching. That's on hiatus right now, waiting for the next season. And then, um, there's one more. Uh, what was it? Rent a Girlfriend. That one is actually surprisingly wholesome. Okay, alright. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Okay, so I'll, I'll give you a, a quick rundown on what that one is. Okay. Basically, it's, uh, the main character has 
a girlfriend and um they break up it's a pretty bad breakup she was like his first true love kind of thing mm. and uh she went and got another guy pretty quickly or something like that uh and he was so down in the dumps and full of sorrow that he is browsing on his phone one day i think uh, and sees an ad for a rental girlfriend so he goes through this app and looks and then ends up buying some time from this lady and uh she acts as his girlfriend during their appointed times and a lot of things happen from that and it's very interesting huh i'm kind of curious but also like hmm do i want to watch this as a single man I don't know. There, there's certain anime that I want to watch, but I can't watch it until I'm no longer single. Like, there's some anime, like... like it's, the, you know what? I, I'd say it's safe to watch while okay. single. Because, like, there's, like, romantic <laughs> anime that I know would be really enjoyable, not single. But, right now, single. So, uh, I still haven't watched Your Name because I'm single. Because I know there's I a lot of... I haven't seen that one either. Like, I know there's a lot of, like, uh, angst in it. So, I'm like, I can't deal with angst right now. I cannot oh, deal with uh, angst. Sorry, I just remembered another one. We were also watching ReZero. Anyway, continue. Okay, oh, ReZero. That's the one with the blue-haired girl, right? That everyone yes. likes to draw. Okay. Now, I want to I wanna ask about Tower God and High, and high School God? Is that what's uh, called? God of High School. God of High School. I want to ask about those. But first, a negative moment. Uh, how okay. far are you into Fire Force? Uh, the manga or the show? Let's go. Oh, you're, okay. The show. Okay, for the show, I'm about two episodes behind right now. Okay, okay. So I quit that anime. And really? I'm going to make a complaint. And maybe you can, you can sell me get it back on it. Uh, we've had this conversation before. I don't want to say I'm a prude because I do love the T and the A. Ah, the, but, the, the fan service. Yeah, fans, I, I don't like fan service when it interferes with storytelling or with, with things. And the episode that killed it for me was when he's fighting the stars guy. Like, the, st the guy with the stars in his eyes. He always says, oh, my stars and all that crap. Ah, yes. He's yes. fighting him. And it's after this super emotional moment with the cat girl. Like, it was a really emotional moment, that episode. Like, you really feel yes. for her. And then they have the big fight. And he hits him and he starts rolling. And he goes face first into her boobs. In the yep. middle of this super intense fight. I was like, well... That just deflated all the tension of the fight. And that might be why they do that, but I, I agree with you that it gets annoying. So I was like, oh, you gotta be kidding with me. Like, cause I'm okay with when she's TNA, when she's fan service for the comedy bits. I'm like, all right, fine. Okay. That's funny. But in the middle of a super serious fight, it just turned me off. Like, oh, you gotta be kidding. So I was looking, I was looking it up and people were like, it doesn't get better. Then <laughs> It's going to get worse in the future. I'm like, oh, come on. She, that character in particular has a few more moments like that, yeah. Like, is it, it, do they always just ruin the action, though, with that, or? Not always, but it is something that happens a few more times, to my knowledge. Hmm. Uh, like, what's her name again? Tamaki, right? I think that's her name, like, because I don't want to, I'm not, like, holier than thou. I really like women a lot. I like looking at them. Of course, of course. But it. I do like it separated from the serious moments and like, it's fine. No, I, I can completely understand okay. that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's shonen. Yeah. And, uh, they, they tend to do that. And that character in particular, that's part of her whole gag. <laughs> so, you know, she's in there kind of often. It happens. Oof. Cause I really, really like, uh, the fire, Witch. she's so cool. She's so badass. Uh, the oh, buff Maki? one. Yeah. Yeah, I like her muscle so ladies. Much. Yes, like I like muscle ladies a lot. Me um, too. I'm dating one. <laughs> there you go, living a dream. That's um, because right. I I've been wondering about checking out uh, how heavier dumbbells or something like that. I, hear I heard that one's pretty good. It, like it's got some good information. It's also a bit fan servicey. I'm like, well, it's still muscle chick, so I might be okay with that. <laughs> also, I think it's more of a comedy anime anyway. So yeah, it's like slice of life comedy. Mm. Oh, okay, so I want to ask about uh, so Tower of God. I've heard complaints, but is it still uh, good? Like, what what are the complaints you've been? I hearing? think the complaints is just, it's just I guess because there's just too much they can't cram it all in there or something like that. Or, uh, you know, I've never read the comic for okay. Tower of God, so I, I can't compare the two. 
but they are kind of moving pretty fast with the uh the first season so far mm. as far as animation goes okay and then it it's oh. it is pretty decent though i'll say okay. that so i might check that out and then uh high uh, god of high school oh, 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 oh sorry sorry you were talking about tower god just a second ago yeah i was talking about tower god oh <laughs> my bad okay so um yeah, i god. have read the comic for tower of god okay I've, I've read a bit of that um they do change some things up uh, and they do speed it up for that as well. But I think that the anime does it a bit better than the uh, the comic in some points. Um, but yeah, there is a lot in that uh, that comic there, and they they are trying their best to condense it into a watchable format. So there's going to be the the purists who don't like it, just like with um, Lord of the Rings and the movies first the books. Oh, okay. There's so, a lot that you're missing in the movies, but that doesn't mean the movies are bad. All right, so Tower of God is yeah. missing Tom Bombadil. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, uh, it's good though. What? What? Okay, it's good. So I'm, uh, I'll check it out then. Uh, uh, God of High School. So what's so special yes. about that? Because I'm I've heard people like it. So okay, so it's the same exact thing as the other one. It was a Korean web comic, and then Webtoon got a hold of it and worked with Crunchyroll, and now they're animes. Huh. So um. Uh, let's see, God of High School. So that's the one I haven't read the comic for. I have nothing to compare it to. But so far, the animation and the soundtrack has been really great. Ooh. The story seems good so far, but a little bit rushed. Because, you know, once again, I'm certain there's probably a lot they can't just fit into 20-something mm. minutes. Okay. Um, but uh, the characters so far all seem to be pretty likable. Uh, I haven't seen fan service yet, oh. which is odd. Because usually you'll see it pretty quickly in <laughs> Donin type things. Yeah, unless they just don't do it. Yeah, um, yeah. but uh, goodness, it's it's pretty good so far. It, but like I said, a bit fast paced. So I might go back and read the comic. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um. So when when it's so you and her, you're watching more like actiony kind of animes. So shonen basically. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch a bit of everything, but normally I, I seem to gravitate more towards Shonen, just because I never grew out of my Dragon Ball Z phase. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good phase, it's a good phase. Yeah. Um, random romantic, not romantic, it's like romantic comedy one I, I like that I'd recommend, just because, because as a couple, even more, is, uh, unless you've already seen it, Ore Monica, Monotagari? Monogatari? Ah, okay. Gotcha. That's, that's the one with the giant guy and the small girlfriend. And it's so, it's really <laughs> enjoyable. It's really enjoyable. So I just recommending that just out of nowhere. Ah, my love story. Yeah, that's what it's called. There you go. <laughs> I think I've seen pictures of that. Yeah. It's a pretty sweet anime. I like it a lot. Like that height difference and size difference mm -hmm. just reminds me of, like you said, me and my, my lady friend, because she's about five feet tall <laughs> and I'm like six, six, one. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Wow. Nice. <laughs> One thing I want to mention, because uh, okay. it's coming up, and so I'm also contributing to this conversation. Uh, I mentioned this last time, and that is, uh, I can't remember. It's Nani Desu. Uh, forget it. I'm not going to say Japanese name. It's I'm a spider. So so I'm a spider. So what? Ah, it's getting okay. an anime in 2021 January. It was supposed to be this year. It's going to be with Crunchyroll, okay. and. It was like a web novel that turned into a light novel that turned into hey, a manga novel. that turned into a, an anime. <laughs> oh, God, web novel. Wow. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All right. But it's what's interesting about it is, yeah, it's this is going to be the fourth incarnation. It's going to be an anime of it. And I really, really like the manga because that's where I popped in. Okay. Oh, by the way. I, I mentioned before with you, I checked out Max Level Witch. Like She's been killing slimes for 300 years, so now she's yes, max level. Yes. Really good. It's so wholesome. It's so wholesome. I really enjoy like how wholesome it is yeah. and just how funny it's been. And they just I've keep got a few adding. more that you might enjoy that I'll okay. tell you about in a little bit. Because uh, I like it a lot. Like While looking for it, I accidentally ran into another anime because I was looking for slimes called Slime Life. 
and it's a really a really sweet and wholesome uh, manga as well, where oh. it's just it's a dark mage who owns a shop, and she's like, well, I need a uh, I need a servant, and they send her a slime. She's like, oh, come on, I wanted like a a golem or something, but the slime's super cute. So she's like, I'm keeping this guy. <laughs> and it's just that at first it's the story of her managing a shop and trying to find excuses to hug him because he's just a little cute slime boy. And then it gets, re- it becomes this really sweet just story of just a shop owner and her, and her, uh, her handy slime guy, just managing a shop and just interacting with other characters. And That's eventually adorable. it's really adorable. Eventually he learns magic and he gets really sweet. It's a really sweet manga. It's one of those just as one you could read with a kid kind of mangas. Okay, okay. I like that a lot. Lime life. I'm gonna open a tab up right now <laughs> so I can uh, it's remember sweet. that. Oh man, it's it's pretty good. Like they already have a hundred hundred and forty chapters, I think, out. But it's like oh, a, okay. like a six or eight pager manga. So it's a weekly manga. Gotcha. So they're really short. But it's really sweet. Like it's very it's it's a very fluffy manga. Like nothing it's just you wanna feel happy when you read this manga that's kind of thing nothing yeah, super major I've, I've found a few of those that are like that you're just really happy about it but, be, but i sidetracked myself uh spider so they're getting an anime and i, I recommend it it's really good uh, it's it's if you like just technical combat i guess uh, in a in an mmo kind of world because there's levels and and skills and xp uh, and all that okay and she's just a spider trying to survive this dungeon and uh, level up and evolve into a stronger spider. Because she starts out at literally the weakest thing in this entire place is the spider. Like, there's no slimes in this universe. She's the weakest thing. That's her climbing okay, to the yeah. top. I just Googled it and there's a trailer for it, so I'll have to oh, watch right. that later. It's a 3D anime, so I hope they do it well, because 3D is hard to do. Yeah, it is. Most of the time I'm not <laughs> a fan of it, but yeah. we'll see. And yeah, I got hopes for it, so I'm recommending that to you and anyone who's listening. Okay. January 2021, but the manga's there. And it's interesting, just one more thing about it is reading it as a manga because it only covers her. In the in the novelization, it's like Game of Thrones. There's a bunch of characters in this Isekai. Oh. But she's the main character of it. So while she's surviving the dungeon, there's other characters who got reincarnated too. And they're having, like, really happy lives while she's miserably trying to survive in a dungeon. Oh, no. And eventually they're all going to meet up in, like, 200 chapters or something. It's like, oh, okay, that's curious. Yeah, yeah, I like that kind of stuff. I, I'll admit I'm a fan of Isekai's. Oh, yeah. So, uh, let's go with uh, whatever recommendations you want to make, and then we'll, we'll head out, because I know it's okay, getting on time. Okay, sure, sure. Uh, let's see. So, for ones that you can read when you want to feel happy, I have a couple of them that are pretty wholesome. Um, one of them, I may have told you about it before, but it's called Ascendance of a Bookworm. If you have did, you my one? bad for forgetting, because I don't, I don't know okay. if this one. I, I love recommending this one to people, so I don't remember who all I've told about it. But basically, <laughs> it's this lady who, she just really, really loves books. Hmm. And she only had her job, so that way she could buy more books. Hmm. She ends up working herself to death at this job, like literally dies oh, while trying to take a nap under her work desk and gets reborn in a, uh, a small sickly child of a poor family in this other world. Oh dear. And, uh, you know, one of the first things that happens when she wakes up is she's looking around like there's no books Where are all the books. She goes and realizes basically what's, what's happening, sees the new people who are her parents and asks them about books. And they kind of look at her strange, like, you know, those are only for extremely wealthy people. So the rest of the adventures of this person who got reborn is this small, cute girl trying to find ways to either make books or get rich enough to buy them because she loves books that much. Huh. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. You haven't told me that. That's interesting. Yeah. And, you know, there's, like, magic and stuff and a few other things in there, but it's, yeah, it's pretty wholesome. Um, another one is, uh, if it was for my daughter, I'd even defeat a demon lord, I think was the name. Okay, that one. Okay, I've heard of that one. Not a lot, though. I've, I've just heard the name. Yeah, well, that one's, uh, it's pretty fun. Um, it's, like, a, a, a famous hero who is known for slaying demons. 
is out on a mission and finds a small demon girl who basically doesn't seem to be a threat, doesn't try to attack him, and he's like, this is strange, you know, that kind of thing. So Hmm. he takes her with him and starts raising this small demon girl as his daughter, hiding her identity from all the townspeople. And he turns into a doting dad really quick. <laughs> and it's, it's super adorable. Huh. It's a, there's a lot of, uh, in anime and manga, I've noticed there's a lot of found family stories. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of those. I guess there's a lot of people who either want children or didn't know their parents or something like that. So the, the stories appeal to a lot of people. Hmm. And then, uh, let's see, for something that's not wholesome, uh... <laughs> There's one, it's a, a Korean webcomic called Solo Leveling, or Only I Level Up. It's got a few different names that it's called by. Yes. But it's another one of those things where um, the guy basically, it's, it's already another world kind of thing. You know, he wasn't reborn in this world. Hmm. Uh, it's a world where you have uh, people called hunters. They are people who have awakened to a power and have received a class, and they go into dungeons to defeat the boss to keep the creatures from the dungeons from spilling out into the normal world. He gets killed in one that's really, really terrible and comes back with a gamer-like ability, pretty much, where he receives quests, and if he completes the quests, he levels up and all this kind of stuff, (laughs) which makes him really unique, because once people, normal people in this world, get their class and awaken... That's how strong they stay for the rest of their life unless they get the super rare second awakening. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. No, so it's, uh, it's all about, you know, his adventures through that. He was, to, to spoil it a bit, the weakest hunter to begin with in the world, pretty much. And then <laughs> he gets this second awakening after that bad dungeon goes wrong and starts gaining strength super quick. And it's all about that process and what happens between them. And it's, you know, just him, uh... Yeah, grinding stuff out like a great a gamer. So you know, interesting. Like I think speaking I, of which, there's another one called the gamer, which is very similar. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I think I enjoy more the ones where they grind up the level instead of. Uh, well, it depends on diversion. Like yeah. uh, max level witch is really cute, and like it, her being OP is just really funny. Like it's Absolutely. not about the tension of her losing. Like when action animes do it, it there's no tension because well, they're OP. So it's yeah, not like so One Punch Man. Yeah, like, well, One Punch Man, what makes One Punch Man so good is it's not about, well, it's partially about him being OP, but the other part is the deconstruction of basically super, uh, Superman, kind of. Mm-hmm. And he's surrounded by characters who are not him, and we, we look at them a lot, so it's not only about One Punch, which is what's great about it. Yeah, there's so many other stories going on. But the other thing, is, it's because he wants to find someone strong to fight, too, instead of just, well, I'm OP, and I'm beating all these things with a, yeah. with a yawn, while he's like, I really want to find something I can fight. <laughs> so I think uh, the dynamic's good uh, with One Punch compared to other action OP characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see trying to think. I, I think there was one more that I've been reading lately. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, goodness. My <laughs> memory. Uh, uh, oh, Chainsaw a- Man. That one's not wholesome, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> the title. The title might give that one away. Yeah, I'll, I'll give a little... Um, okay, so it's in this world, there are demons. The demons are created from the thought power of humanity, pretty much. Uh, if enough people are afraid of something or believe it exists, it does. So the more oh, scary something is, the more powerful of a demon it creates. So the more, the most powerful demon in this world is the gun demon because everybody's afraid of guns. Huh. And, uh, the kid, uh, who is the main character of this story has this little dog demon pretty much that has a chainsaw coming out of its head. <laughs> and, uh, he is real good friends with this little demon, even though demons are normally bad. This one is apparently pretty friendly towards him. It's about their daily life for a little bit, and then he gets killed, fuses with the demon, and becomes Chainsaw Man. Oh, okay. Curious. And he ends up fighting the, the bad demons. And I'm not going to say any more than that, but, yeah. Uh, so is it just, it's action? Like, super gore, or is it just... Uh, yeah, it can get kind of gory. 
Okay. Well, yeah, when it comes to demons, gory usually happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, it's it's pretty decent. All right. Got an interesting art style. It's funny. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, not wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm curious. All right. I'll check out uh I'll check these out. Uh see what I think of them. See what I think. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So that's it. Uh, that is Basically Podcast. I think it was a fun talk. It was real fun. Absolutely, yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, people can find you on Twitter still at Mesmerize, right? At Mesmerize TV. Mm, on, uh, on Twitch, right? That's uh, Which... my Twitter. Oh, your Twitter is TV? Okay. Yeah. Well, I apparently forgot your Twitter on that one. All right, okay, okay. <laughs> Dude, I thought you had... All right, all right, um... That's all good, all good. <laughs> Yeah, then there's still your Twitch, which uh, you stream for the first time in like a month. So, yeah, so I don't uh, really use that. We, they don't need to know about that. Yeah, okay. So just the Twitter, <laughs> just the Twitter. But uh, it's fun talking to you, and I will want you on again at some point just to randomly talk. Absolutely. So this has been basically a podcast. I hope everyone had fun. I know I had fun. This was enjoyable. So uh, thank you to our guest, Mesmerize. I had fun. Hope you all had fun watching and listening. And that's what's all about, is it? Having fun. Thanks for coming by and. See you next time. Yeah.